XL, Charlotte Sports Live. One more sleep until Panthers game day. Preseason game number one is tomorrow at the bank. Bryce Young in the black and blue taking on the Jets and one of the top defenses in the NFL. Hey, and speaking of the best of the best, Messi versus the crowd tonight. Winner advances to the League's Cup semifinals. Could Charlotte beat the GOAT? Well, our hopes were certainly high. They were. Yeah, they were. Yeah, we'll get to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, with that, we welcome you into Charlotte Sports Live. Whole crew back from Spartanburg, and we are ready for football season. I'm Grace Grill. He's Mike Lissette, and we've got Gabe McDonald joining us here shortly. Yeah, and like we said, we're going to get you ready for that Panthers' first preseason game tomorrow against the J-E-T-S Jets. Jets, Jets, their final joint practice canceled Thursday, and then they had the day off. But we did get a good look at the field on Wednesday, a day where I think it's safe to say the Panthers won the practice. Let us break it down, folks. It's a new era in Carolina and gangrene New York. That's what happens to make a dramatic change at the QB position. Enter Aaron Rodgers with the Jets and Bryce Young with the Panthers. Both QBs with high praise for each other during joint practices on Wednesday and Thursday down in Spartanburg. After sparring against teammates for two weeks, facing someone in a different color jersey was a welcome change of pace for both sides of the ball. It was definitely a great opportunity. You know, they have a great defense uh, for us as a unit. Um, you know, it was a great opportunity for us to go up against, uh, you know, different faces. So, um, you know, I think as, as a unit, we, we, we were able to grow and we're going to keep doing it. Joint, joint practices get a little out of control. I think, I think it's good, obviously, you know, for the run game and stuff, setting the tone. Um, sometimes teams are on different pages as far as like physicality and how they're going to come out here and, and play. Um, I think it's good. It's more of a controlled environment versus preseason games. It's just, you know, more wear and tear on your body. I wanted to see um, how locked in we were, you know what I'm saying, focused, like everybody focused to that, to that job and, and, and um, focused on details. Um, I feel like we did that for sure. And uh, all in all, being a pro, uh, I feel like we handled ourselves very well out here, you know what I'm saying, it wasn't too many uh, fights. Uh, <laughs> all right, so out with the old, in with the New York Jets. Consider this theme for both the Panthers and the Jets going into this year. New, 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 new. Both teams finishing 7 and 10 last season, but we just forget about that because, as we said, both guys have new starting quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers, future Hall of Famer, acquired via trade, and Bryce Young, the number one overall pick. Both joining teams were at the bottom 10 last season in total offensive yards. Well, from the moment he left college, it seemed like the odds were stacked against Raheem Blackshear. The 5'9 running back went undrafted out of Virginia Tech, then was cut by the Bills early last season. Yet Blackshear never gave up, quickly finding a home here in Carolina. He's now entering his second year with the Panthers, and as he tells our own Carla Gephardt, he feels the best is yet to come. A lot of days spent working on this run game, but specifically today, how good does that feel to kind of get out there and see the run game kind of come together? You know, it's always good to see everybody contributing all around the offense. You know, we're getting the ball moving in different ways. You know, having a young quarterback and giving him outlets to go anywhere he wants is going to help our team. And, and some up and down days. We knew that was going to be part of training camp. How do you build each other up when you get in the locker room and you're going over tape and, and just kind of bounce back from some of these days? So we just go in there, you know, coach each other up. And time we got to get out there the next day. You know, you can't live in the past. We got to keep going forward with it. So we just keep going forward each day. You get to kind of learn a little bit more from a guy like Miles Sanders. How important has he been in this run game? And just for you specifically to, to learn a little bit more. Uh, he, he's been excellent, you know, coming from a, you know, a Super Bowl team. 
And he's been here showing us different type of ropes to get us to the next level where he's been at. You know, we just all listened to him, following his footsteps. Three touchdowns last year. Panthers fans are certainly familiar with you, but it seems like you're going to have a bigger presence in the run game, even the return game as well on special teams. Uh, what, what's the goal for you this season, and how excited are you to be maybe an integral part of this offense? So I want to do all pro this year. So my, my, my goal is high. You know, coach going to hold me to a higher standard, so I got to keep pushing each day. So, how, how do you do that? So I just got to keep my head down and keep going, keep chopping every day. You were walking in with Deuce Staley before he came back out here. What's it been like to learn from him and the kind of energy that he brings, not only to the, the running back room, but to really the whole team? You know, his energy is amazing. You know, he come every day. He's going to bring it every day. That's one thing about Deuce that we love about him. You know, just me being able to talk to him and learn because he's been in the road that I want to be in. So just having a guy like that in our room that's our coach going to help us be better. Well, besides seeing him perform, what are you most looking forward to tomorrow? No, we're going to see a bunch of him because Miles is not going to play, obviously, with the That's groin right. injury. So both him and Cuba Hubbard will be getting a lot of the carries. I think obviously everybody wants to see Bryce Young do his thing. Who? Bryce Young, obviously, do his thing. I know we haven't <laughs> talked a lot about him we enough. We haven't, really. But, but to me, I mean, the guy that I really want to see, and I want to see him do well, is Matt Corral. He sort of got short end of the stick last year uh, with the injury, and then they come in and they make that trade to get the number one pick, and then he finds himself the odd man out. I I've talked to the guy. He's a good guy. I want him to go to a place where he's wanted, whether that's here in Carolina or someone else. And I really want to see how he does tomorrow because he is facing pressure. He knows tomorrow he's got to put together a resume reel, yeah. and, 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 you know, it, it, that's a bit of pressure going yeah, in. Yeah, and, and he was someone that we were so excited about last last preseason coming into this and then it was so unfortunate that he got hurt um in the preseason last year but he's looked really good in camp and it's an opportunity for him to okay either solidify himself as he's going to be the backup because we know he's not the future but or it increases his stock and maybe he gets a shot somewhere else he and a bunch of other guys i think this is an opportunity this weekend because with some guys out that might we don't know how long they'll be out. It's an opportunity for some of those bubble guys to come up and prove that they deserve a roster spot. We know Young is going to get quite a bit of snaps. So Frank Reich said Dalton is not going to play. Andy Dalton's not going to play. So apparently he has enough yeah. experience. So expect to see a lot of Corral too. <laughs> All right. So here you go. We will remind you again tomorrow at four o'clock right here on Fox Charlotte. It's the Jets and the Panthers, and then an hour before kickoff, you don't want to miss Black and Blue kickoff live live from Bank of America Stadium. Hey. Let's now head to the pitch. Charlotte FC visiting Lionel Messi in Inter-Miami in the League's Cup quarterfinals. The game just went final, and Gabe McDonald just got in the studio to break down the match. Yeah, Mike, it's been a solid run for the Crown so far in the League's Cup. They've gone on the road for the first two matches and a couple of thrilling wins, including one in PKs against Cruz Azul. But tonight, a tall task in taking on Lionel Messi, the best we've ever seen in Inter-Miami in quarterfinal action. So let's head down to the 305. Charlotte looking to keep their run alive in the League's Cup, and it looked... Rather bleak early. Joseph Martinez on the penalty kick. Not little Messi coming up. Martinez able to get it just past Christian Kalina. He comes through for a squad and puts Inter-Miami on the board first in the 12th minute up 1-0. Then DeAndre Yedlin with the patience finding Robert Taylor here in the box. He gets it just past Kalina in the 32nd minute. And that's another one for, uh, for Inter-Miami. Rather, Charlotte now in a two-goal hole on the road against Inter-Miami. Now... Charlotte trying to get on the board across an attempt here, but Jake Drake Callender on the save in the 44th minute. Not what the crown needs. Christian Latanzio looking for answers, trying to stay positive. Scott Arfield hoping to head it in to cut into the lead, but it was a 2-0 game in favor of Inter-Miami at the half. Then we have the GOAT. Lionel Messi looks like Charlotte just 
Giving up there at the end, Messi adding another goal for good measure. His fifth straight match with a goal for Inter-Miami and Charlotte. They fall in their run in the Leagues Cup. Comes to an end 4-0 the final. So, guys, not really the end that they wanted. Obviously, you don't want to go on the road and get shut out. But I think they've shown a little bit of, you know, they've shown some character in this run. I think, obviously, these games... It's you can take it for what you want. It's not MLS action. It's the league's cup. But I think after what we saw that run with all the draws, I think what we've seen the past few games outside of tonight is something good that they can kind of carry into the rest of the season. I hate that they lost this way yeah. because the momentum was so good right. because they were kind of in, like you said, in that draw spot there. This just like it's, well, it's, it's, it's like deflating. the yeah. balloon seemed to be let out of air. Yeah. Toward, and you saw that with that messy goal yeah. there at the end. They just stopped playing. There yeah. was no coverage. And he didn't even score. The, the, he scored the last one. The question now is, can they continue to build some of this momentum? Right. I think Latanzio hit the nail on the head when he said, you know what the big difference between in this run versus MLS run is? Our defensive guys, our lineup has stayed intact. Mm -hmm. There's been a lot of inning and out, guys going yeah. and coming, injuries. So it's good to see that they yeah. had the consistency. That's going to be key for That's them what going you want to keep going for. And, of course, that next match coming up in MLS action, August 26th against LAFC. Well, they get another shot at them eventually. Yeah, so true. hopefully that will be more so when it counts. All right, well, we got to move. William Byron having a rough time up in Indy, and it'll cost him Sunday at the Brickyard. We've got your Cup Series updates just ahead. What's the go-to meal in Charlotte for you? Um, I like to cook, so I'll probably probably throw on some ribs or uh, or a steak or something. And like Arby's, Panthers offensive lineman love the meats. Second year guard Cade Mays, no exception. But more importantly, he can play a pivotal role on the field this season. I'm going one on one with him just ahead. William Byron couldn't catch a break at the brick. The driver of the 24 didn't just fail one inspection test at Indianapolis Motor Speedway this afternoon. He failed three. Because of that, the Charlotte native won't be able to participate in tomorrow's qualifying round for the Verizon 200. Now, he'll still be able to compete in Sunday's race, but he just now must serve a pass-through penalty on pit road after completing the opening lap. And more racing with no return to the track in sight. Noah Gregson now says he wants out of Legacy Motor Club five days after he was served an indefinite suspension. 25-year-old re requested his release from LMC this morning. Gregson was punished for violating NASCAR's code of conduct by liking a controversial social media post. As previously announced, Mike Rockefeller will now drive the 42 for at least the next two weeks. All right, and after splitting a series with the Pirates, the Braves in New York tonight playing the first of a four-game set against the Mets. Buck Showalter and the Mets sitting 20 and a half games back of the Braves, who have a nine-game lead in the division. But there was no lead in the fourth, but bases were loaded for Eddie Rosario. Gets a nice cut on it. It'll drop. One definitely scores, maybe two. Yeah, it'll be three. Eddie Money with a three-run double, and the Braves are on the board. Jump to the top of the sixth. Rosario back at the plate. He sends this one to center. The Mets miss the play again, and it's another RBI double for Rosario. Braves lead at 6-0. Next inning, how about Austin Riley? Sky high to left field, and it is out of there. Number 27 with his 27th home run of the year. Braves take the series opener. 7-0 over the Mets. They are back at it in the Big Apple tomorrow. 1-10 first pitch. Mike? As we kick off preseason, here's some Vegas odds to keep your eyes on. Carolina is plus 400 to win the NFC South. Vegas gives them the best odds to finish third at plus 210. Now, look at offensive rookie of the year. Bryce Young is surprisingly not the favorite. He's plus 500. 
second behind Falcons running back Bijan Robinson. Finally, let's look at total wins. Carolina plus 550 to win six or seven games, which means the betters think 6-11 or 7-10 are the most likely scenarios. Austin Corbett, he's a big loss to start the season. Remember, he tore his ACL in the season finale against the Saints last year. There are some candidates to replace him, though, at the start of this year. Front runner, if you're betting on this guy, it's got to be Cade Mays. The meat man, as some are calling him. I talked to him earlier this week at camp. All right, Kate, we were just talking. Your dad played football, offensive line. Your brother plays football, offensive line. You play offensive line. So between the three of you, who can eat the most? In your prime, of course. Ah, I don't know who eats the most. All three of us put together, we eat quite a bit. You know, my mom probably gets tired of cooking for all of us. But, um, yeah, we've got a big family. I've got an eight-year-old little brother who's probably going to be bigger than all of us. So. You're saying you've carved ownership in Costco at this point, right? <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. We've definitely put a dent in it. Best cheat meal. What's, what, what's when, you're, when you're saying, oh, heck, I'm going to do what I want, what's the go-to meal in Charlotte for you? Um, I like to cook, so I'll probably, probably throw on some ribs or, uh, or a steak or something. So, yeah, I love to cook. So Are you Memphis-style ribs or are we, we care yeah, like definitely, you? Definitely uh, Memphis-style. I like the dry rub, add the sauce later. But, uh, yeah. All right, let's talk some football here. Since the start of camp, a lot of people have been singing your praises. A lot of people say you could be the guy that ends up filling in in the offensive line. What would that mean to you to have that opportunity? I'm, it would mean a ton, you know. I mean, I've worked my whole life to get to this point. It would mean so much just coming out here, trying to get better every day and, um, you know, just – being able to, the guys next to me to count on me. So, What's the big difference between year one and year two? Like, if you can go back in time, now that you've got that year in your belt, and you could talk to rookie Cade Mays, what kind of advice would you tell him in terms of to get to where you are now? Just be consistent, you know, show up the same person every day, and, um, you know, work hard, you know, pay attention in meetings, just do everything right, pay attention to all the details, because, you know, there's no little details in the NFL, everything means something, so... Uh, that's probably my advice. I know you and Bradley Bozeman are very close when, when, he, when you when joined the team and he was here. How much does his mentorship and friendship mean to your development? Oh, it's been a ton. Last year he, he took me under his wing and, you know, taught me his process and taught me how to be a pro and take care of my body and, you know, just how to attack every day. And uh, he's, been, he's been an unbelievable teammate and a great leader. Appreciate your time, my friend. Best Appreciate of luck this you. season. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, so Austin Corbett isn't the only starter not suiting up tomorrow. We've got your updated injury report next here on CSL. And training camp is over. It has been a long three weeks. We look back at some of our best and worst moments from camp and other places in Quick Six. <laughs> back on CSL, and oh my, let the fun begin, obviously. It's Carolina, it's the Jets tomorrow after that. They go on the road for their only road game of the preseason. They're taking on the Giants. That game right here, also on Fox Charlotte. Carolina then closes out the preseason two weeks from tonight at home against the Lions. Time now for our first injury report of the season and a few key players, as we talked about earlier in the show, not going to go. Running back Miles Sanders, he's out after tweaking his groin during the lone, week, uh, lone day of practice with the Jets. Demir Bird hurt his hamstring earlier this week. Marquise Haynes, he's been working off the side the last few days, hampered by a small back injury, so don't expect to see him go tomorrow. LaVisca Chenault, Frankie Louvu both didn't practice the last couple days. They're going to be taking it easy as well. And kicker Eddie Pinheiro continues to recover from a groin injury. 
Well, we have watched plenty of two-minute drills, but this is our version of the two-minute drill. So let's put two minutes on that clock. Gabe, you are up first. Will Bryce Young have more touchdowns or interceptions tomorrow or neither? I think he'll have more touchdowns. I think he does lead a scoring drive, and I think it ends in the end zone with him throwing a touchdown pass. I know they're going to be very vanilla, but I think he'll end, uh, end up with having one touchdown uh, pass Does he tomorrow. score on his opening drive? He won't score in the opening drive. I think he'll, he'll score in a second drive. All right. You heard it here. All right. How many preseason games will Carolina win, Mike? I'll go one. I'll go one. But you know what? At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. I think, I think we're going to be happy with them. I just, I just go one. Which one? Like tomorrow. They'll win tomorrow. <laughs> I'm getting okay. all these bonus questions. No, I do. In. <laughs> all right, Gabe, name a player on the fringe of the roster that will make it to the regular season. I think a guy like Iku Leota on the edge. I know they just brought in Justin Houston, but he's a guy that had a really solid camp. I think even at special teams, he could possibly work his way into the rotation. And also a receiver, Javon Wims, who just recently got signed, been making some big plays. He's a guy who could creep up, and obviously with Chenault being out tomorrow, gives a lot of those bubble guys a chance to step up in that receiver room. Okay, Mike, most interesting player from training camp? We talked about him earlier. I just, I just, I'm really interested to see what happens with Matt Corral. I think, I think that that's a story that I think that if you, you followed him last year, you want to see him end up in a good place. Whether or not that's Carolina or someone else, I'm interested in Matt Corral. I think it was supposed to be more like interesting. It's interesting? Oh, I, I enjoy talking with like, Andy. Fine, my Andy Dalton. I had a fun time talking to him. Miles Sanders said he was a future Hall of Famer. We had a good laugh. We have 30 seconds. I don't, I'm avoiding this next question. Yeah, Gabe, you had to share a room with Mike Lissette one night in Spartanburg. What do you have to do report? We, we, you know, Mike, just, Mike, Mike, Mike is a good roommate. I will say, yeah, Mike is a good roommate. And the thing that he talked about earlier, when he knows that somebody has to be up early, he tries to wake up before them. I had to do the morning show. He's, hey, he's a, he's a good soldier. That's my dog. Gabe actually did not have a room, and I said I welcomed him in and said, if you right need there. a place to stay. I heard you <laughs> talk. I, can, I, can be right you, I heard you talk in your sleep. You heard me? I heard that. Were you there too? I, I did not know this. No, this is true. I guess I do talk in my sleep. My <laughs> wife has confirmed these reports. Okay. Best and worst thing. Well, the worst Spartanburg. thing was that story right there coming into public. The <laughs> uh, best thing was just the camaraderie, spending time with all you guys. just great. And the food, too. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. Well, tis the season for overreaction. Texans QB C.J. Stroud won't get a QC crown tonight after a rough game in his preseason opener. He went two for four for 13 yards with an interception. Find out what did get a crown. Coming up next. So I hear you want more Panthers coverage. Well, guess what? You have come to the right place. Not only can you watch us right here, but you also get the Charlotte Sports Live podcast. Catch us every episode in podcast form. It gets posted every night and can be found wherever you get your favorite podcasts from. Uh, black and white from from Gabe uh, from Grace tonight. I've got sort of a grayish blue. Yeah, that's become tradition for Jordan's those listening at home. On. We have to you describe. There we go. There they are. All right, so we're gonna yeah. hand out some QC crowns, maybe. Let's do it. Okay. All right, mine and I going to Matt Olson. He hit his 40th home run of the season yesterday against the Pirates. Olson now tied with the this Angels Shohei Otani for the Matt most home runs in baseball this season. Good Matt Olson also leads the league. Um, in RBIs with 101 of them, which puts him in some pretty good company of players who have hit 40 home runs and brought in 100 or more runs. Aaron Judge, Roger Maris, Babe, oh Babe Ruth, Mickey Mantle. I mean, just, just to name a couple Hall of Famers. You're not lying you when you said good company. Uh, hey, my crown 
Gotta love when, when Charlotte natives do things on the big stage. Got Emmanuel Wilson. To his credit. Watch him here. He's going all the way. Well, if you're in the podcast, you can't watch him. But I'm telling you, he's going all the way in the Packers' 36-19 win over the Bengals. Wilson actually scored twice. Guy went to North Mech High School, later transferred to Johnson C. Smith before ending up in Fort Valley State in Georgia. So good night for him in the preseason. Hopefully uh, he's able to parlay that and end up having a nice little NFL career. Yes, and remember, tomorrow, Panthers, game day. We will be with you before kickoff, 3 o'clock, right here on Fox Charlotte. We will see you then. Have a good night, everybody.